Welcome to the Coach's Corner segment uh, this week. I'm Mike Van Hooser and just wanted to follow up on this concept of dealing with negative thoughts and anxiety. We talked about it on the Monday Morning Moments podcast this week and I shared this quote from Craig Rochelle based on his book Winning the War in Your Mind and basically the quote says that we're always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts and that our thoughts shape our lives. And that's a big statement because if you think about and examine your thoughts, they're going to either lead you down a path that you want to go and that you're desiring to go, or they're going to lead you down a path of anxiety and fear and doubt and pressure. And we've seen that in so many people that we coach, and we've seen it just in culture today. I mean, so many people are struggling with uh, dealing with negative thoughts and a lack of confidence and doubting they're going to make it and doubting they can accomplish things and and dealing with serious anxiety. And so there are a couple thoughts I had coming into this since we're dealing with thoughts, but I wanted to jump right into six or seven things, and I may even throw in an eighth, uh, of things you can do in dealing with negative thoughts. And we'll kind of set the context as we go along to think through that. And I think the first thing, and we've worked with athletes on coaching them through pressure and negative thoughts in all kinds of sports, and we, we talk to business leaders and all kinds of people in different areas of life and try to help them in dealing with these five forces of fear, pressure, doubt, lack of confidence, and negative thoughts. And some of you may be dealing with all of those five, or you may be dealing with just one or two, but we call that the five forces. And it's kind of like if you think about a beach ball and water, when you try to press that underneath the water and say don't think about it or press that beach ball underneath the water, it comes back up. And we use that as a picture, as as an analogy uh, to help you think through, you know, you can't just say, well, don't think about the anxiety or don't think about the fear, but to replace that uh, with uh, conquering beliefs and liberating truths. And we'll get to that in just a second, but I think it's important to think about in any one day, we can have the noise of these five forces uh, going after us and competing with us. And um, the first thing I think we have to do, and this is one of the seven things I want to share with you, is to uh, focus on what we can control. And a lot of times the outside noise gets us to try to focus on or distracts us to think about things that we can't control. And uh, whether it might be you know, somebody who's going through something in their lives or, you know, something, something we're going through or uh, things that we think may or may not happen. Those are things that we can't control. Uh, but when we think about things that we can control, you know, our attitude, uh, encouraging other people, our effort that we give to certain things, then it focuses on in the right, right area and the right attention of our mind and allows us to to be present and to focus on things that we can control. And part of this is just upgrading your vocabulary. I mean, I think when I think about focusing on what I can control, I can choose to control and, and focus on, on what I think about. And you can you know choose that as well. And the key word is choice. We have a, an axiom in sports psychology that we talk about what you choose to focus on magnifies in size. And so if you choose to focus on the fear, the pressure, or the doubt, it's just going to get bigger and bigger in your mind. But if you choose to focus on positive thoughts and start to rewire your thoughts and the way your brain thinks about positive thoughts and upgrade your vocabulary, then I think that your self-talk is going to improve in that. So just thinking about words like the opposite of worry is 
focus. You know, you may be thinking about anger at this point in time and feeling that, and it may be real and raw, but joy is a much better emotion to think about. Uh, and being grateful for things is important in, in that and in, in finding joy. Um, you know, doubt, trust would be an opposite of that. So just, you know, going through an exercise of thinking about what are the thoughts that enter my brain on a daily basis and what am I thinking about? And then how can I rewire those and think about what is the opposite of that and choose to focus on those thoughts? And that's the first part of kind of, you know, being able to deal with negative thoughts in our lives is focusing on what we can control and focusing on the right thoughts in our lives as well. I think a second thing that I've got down is just being present and process oriented. We don't want to let the thieves of the past or the thieves of the future steal us from the gift of being present. And I think that's important that we be present, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and be process-oriented. Again, it goes hand-in-hand with focusing on what we can control, is to be process-oriented day by day. You know, I may not be able to control what's going to happen tomorrow. I can't change what's happened in the past, but I can be present today, and I can focus on those things that are process-oriented that will allow me to maybe get out of the rut that I'm in, get out of the doubt that I'm in, this cloud that's hanging over me, and choose to have energy and effort in this day and to be fully engaged in what this day has to offer. A third thing I think I wrote down is important is identifying why we're grateful. You know, having a gratitude journal or just on a daily and weekly basis, identifying things that we're grateful for. And I think that all of us can find things that we're grateful for, even when we're going through a valley moment or challenging times. And that can really help to document that and write that down and make sure that we're focused on, you know, those things of, you know, I'm grateful for these, I'm grateful for family, or I'm grateful for friends. And just, you know, relationships in my life, encouragers encouragers in my life or mentors, um, that can really help us to redirect our attention and redirect, you know, what we're grateful for, in other words, to continue living our purpose and to continue to go forward on the things that uh, God has called us to do. So gratefulness is really important, and that gratitude journal can be a big you know, win for you. And I'd really encourage you to think about what are two or three, two or three things that you're grateful for each day and maybe start on a daily basis and then maybe change that to weekly and monthly as you see fit. Uh, but I think that will really help your outlook and your attitude in different areas. Another thing is encouraging yourself as you would a best friend. And we uh, you know, encourage our athletes to do that, uh, to basically um, you know, think about how would you encourage a best friend and then to use that same self-talk for yourself. You wouldn't you know, just you know, discourage you know, your best friend or really dog them or really you know, speak poorly of them or say you're no good. Uh, but a lot of times what I find is in the self-talk that we have and, and when I work with certain people, our self-talk can get to a negative place. And we're saying we're never going to accomplish anything. We're never going to uh, you know, amount to anything. And that's really just the enemy speaking you know, lies into our lives instead of focusing on the truth. And I think the truth is that you have gifts and opportunities to offer. And so you need to think about yourself. It's almost stepping outside of yourself to encourage you as a, you would a best friend and to use that same self-talk that you would use with your best friend to yourself and start to change the self-talk that's entering your mind. 
this leads to the next point of finding friends that are going to encourage us and that show empathy and they listen well and they offer advice and encouragement as needed or necessary. So if you can find friends or mentors who can encourage you and to really speak truth into your life, that's going to help you in dealing with anxiety and dealing with fear and pressure and those negative thoughts that come in uh, because they're going to be somebody who really speaks life and breathes life into you. And that's really important to find those people. Um, You may also need to find a coach or a licensed counselor, depending on what you're dealing with. And we offer coaching, and we'll put links in the show notes around that. But if we can help you in any way, we'd love to do that. But sometimes it takes, you know, getting the services of somebody who's a professional and how to coach you around that or how to counsel you around uh, the struggles that you may be facing and to help you to see things, to listen well, to ask the right questions, and then maybe have a process to allow you to get beyond those negative thoughts and that doubt and that fear. Another point on here I have is to envision a brighter future. And I think it's important to think about what what could be and what should be the situation in our lives. It's probably not the valley moment that we may find ourselves in if we're dealing with negative thoughts and dealing with anxiety. So it's beginning to think about what would be a brighter future and what could that look like and what should it look like given the gifts, talents, opportunities that you have and given that you're still breathing and there's still a purpose for your life. So how can you, you know, envision that future and then again go back to an earlier point that I mentioned about being process-oriented to go for that goal and to envision you know, that brighter future and to do the things daily that are going to help you attain that brighter future. And this leads to the seventh thing that I wanted to share with you and it's really this concept of replacing and not repressing. So we talked about that beach ball earlier and you can't just press down or repress negative thoughts over and over and saying, well, don't think about it because, but don't statements don't really work. When you say don't mess up or don't do something, normally what you hear is you hear don't very softly and whatever follows that, like mess up very loudly. And it's important to think about, you know, replacing that with a conquering belief or a liberating truth and what we call it. We, we sometimes call it an activating phrase when we work with our athletes. But something that's going to trigger or activate something physically for you to move in the right direction. And so replace, not repress, is a final technique that you can use to replace that thought of fear or doubt or pressure or negative thoughts or that anxiety with something that's going to be a conquering belief or a liberating truth that will move you in the right direction. And it begins with your thoughts and then moves into actions and then that moves into habits and behaviors that you can begin to walk out of this cloud and begin to walk towards a path or a destination that's going to be more productive for you, not only in your thought process, but in the actions that follow and the life that you live as well. So I hope these have been helpful uh, for you. Uh, The final thing that I'll leave, and this is kind of the eighth tip, and it's really, I just find a lot of peace when when I go to the Bible and uh, when I pray, and faith is a big part of my life. I love uh, one of the verses that's in, I think it's in 1 Peter, where it talks about cast your cares uh, or cast your anxiety upon the Lord because he cares about you. 
And that's true about you, it's true about me. And so as we think about our anxiety, it's important that we throw that anxiety onto him because he is the author of peace, he's the creator of you, and um, he wants you to have you know your best life and to live a life that's a life that's purposeful based on how you were created and how you you were designed as well. And so we just want you to focus on that and um, you know think about that as you have anxiety that comes into your life um, to pray and to, to find solace in uh, you know other things like the Bible and and friends that can encourage you because. You were designed for a purpose, and we need to every day, you know, live on purpose for that purpose. So, we'll put some links to some of the videos we've talked about, you know, in this. We've done other videos on having an I will mindset, and there's a really, really good video about that, about this I will and this uh, volition continuum that, that goes along with what we've talked about today. And also just some links in the show notes too to our coaching area. Um, if we can help you with anything, whether you're it's in sports or business or life, and dealing with some of these things, or you know just uh, trying to achieve your goals and maximize your potential, we would love to help you with that. So we'll put a link to our coaching page on there. And as always, make the most of the moments in your life.